In the name of the Father, and the Son, the Holy Spirit, and God, Amen. Uh, in today's miracle, the paralytic man was brought to Jesus, being carried by four people, who, when they couldn't get in, they uncovered the roof, and they laid their friend in front of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible says that when he saw their faith, he said to the man, your sins are forgiven. And then after this, he told them, get up, carry your bed and walk. Uh, today, I want to uh, speak to you a little bit about uh, feeling down and about uh, feeling depressed. Oftentimes, this is something that many people are suffering from uh, these days. And uh, one of the very clear signs of uh, depression is a person who is unable to get up and move or do anything. Yani, uh, I was uh, yani, uh, recently speaking uh, with someone and, and he was mentioning to me how, how that sometimes uh, make you even unable to, to get up from your place. Taban, let alone uh, having to get up and, and, and come to church and uh, do all these, these kind of things. Uh, and if we want to uh, correlate or link uh, t today's gospel uh, to this, what I'm speaking about, feeling paralyzed, feeling unable to get up and move or do anything, we can say that uh, just like that paralytic man, he needed four friends who obviously they love him a lot because otherwise they wouldn't have had to go through uh, all this uh, trouble in order to bring him and lay him in front of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, four friends who are very faithful also to him. Likewise, there are four things that whenever you feel down or whenever I feel down, especially when uh, we start feeling that everything is going against us or the world is going against us, there are four, if I may say, uh, thoughts or mindsets, four mindsets that are very helpful, that will take you up just like those friends, okay? And they will carry you and they will lay you in front of the Lord Jesus Christ. And hopefully in doing so, that the Lord Jesus Christ will turn to me and to you and will say, just like he said today to the paralytic man, he told them, your sins are forgiven, get up, carry your bed and walk. And all of a sudden, that person who is depressed, unable to move, feeling very down, feeling very low, will become so energetic that not only he is able to walk on his own, but he's also able to carry his heavy bed or what he had been laying and what he had been laying on. And those four mindsets or four thoughts that are really helpful, they're all going to need to start with the word faith. This is not just a thought that comes to your mind that you can be doubting, but this is 
something that you need to have faith in. Because just as it says in today's miracle, when the Lord Jesus Christ, he looked at his friends when he saw their faith, that they weren't just going through the notion, you know, زي ما احنا oftentimes we go through certain notions يعني through certain things مثلا we come to church and we take communion right but do I really have the faith that I am partaking of the body and blood of Christ right? so there are so many things that we often say in our prayers you know we often say that uh, God we trust you or we say things of of that sort but the question is do I really have that faith or is it just a word that I have been taught when I was little to just say it and I just continue repeating it now like a parrot with no thinking whatsoever or no يعني, I'm not convinced of it so those four mindsets or those four thoughts they all need to start with faith that you need to really believe in those four things and in believing in those four things God will work his miracle and he will tell you get up carry your bed and walk and your sins are forgiven and he's going to restore motion or he's going to restore life to you again after we had been uh, paralyzed so I would have the first friend that you need to have or the first mindset or thought that you need to have you need to have faith, you need to believe in God's love for you. You need to believe that God loves you. Okay? You need to believe that God loves you not because I am telling you so, but because your life experience and all that you have been going through in your life teaches you and shows you that God loves you. Or you can turn around and tell me, well, Abuna, maybe this was a while ago, but now it looks like God hates me because everything is working against me. And it seems that I have become his target that he keeps shooting his arrows at. And I will tell you, this is maybe what you think. But when you dig deep and you search behind the root cause of these things, you will find that God still loves you. And that is why maybe he is chastening or chastising you. Because God chastises whom he loves. Uh, you guys recall some of Jesus' friends, Mary and Martha, and their brother Lazarus, right? Uh, Martha, she had some doubts in Jesus' love. The first time Christ was ever invited over into their house, when Mary sat down next to Jesus' feet listening to his words, and Martha was busy in the kitchen preparing for the banquet and everything, she went to Christ and she told them something. A little, a little, do you not, eh, do you not, eh, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? She's sitting here. What does the word you not care imply? Will somebody that loves you ever not care about you? You know, like oftentimes we might think so for a while. Like sometimes right, my, my kid, if I'm like being tough on him or something like this, he will come and he says, Baba, you don't care about me. 
He says, well, he thinks that I don't care about him. This is why I'm being tough with him, right? I'm being tough with him. But, but it's not that I don't care about him. It's actually because I care about him. This is why I am sometimes have, sometimes I have to be harsh on him. So Martha in the beginning, she had that mindset, right? So she said, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? But then Christ taught her a lesson. He taught her a really important lesson at that time that there's need for one. And if you come to sit down and to hear my words, just like Mary is sitting down and hearing my words, you will come to the conclusion to know that I love you. And I love you and I love Martha and Mary and I love Lazarus, that you are all very precious to me. And this is why later on that, after she had come to that conclusion, when Lazarus became very sick and he came near to death, Jesus, she sent Jesus another letter. Hey, Martha, hey, hey. That same Martha, just a little bit ago telling him, do you not care? You probably don't really care. You probably don't love me. That same Martha, she sends him another letter and she said, hey, in that letter, behold the one whom you, eh, whom you love. Behold the one whom you love is sick. God, that's all that I need to remind you of. God, this is all that I need to know and believe in that you love my brother and you love me. And because I know and I trust, I believe that you love my brother and that you love me, that you're going to come and to intervene and you're going to solve this problem and take care of it. And indeed the Lord Jesus Christ went and took care of it, even though that he had been dead for four days, but 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 and and he she said that he probably sting there is a stench by now. But even though he had already been dead for four days, because she believed and she trusted that he loves her. This is why the miracle happens. Oftentimes we'll go through some down hill downtime in our life. Whenever that happens, please do not doubt that God loves you. God loves you to the point that the hair of your head are not counted. It says that the hair of your head is numbered. Numbered, this hair is number 1,236. That hair over there, this is the hair number 30,567, okay? And that hair is, so so he knows each hair has its number. When he started his chemotherapy, right? When, and then he, he used to come home and then his hair started falling off, right? So one time Tasuni Anjil, she saw there and she saw Abuna was brushing his beard like this and then a big chunk of hair came down. So she looked at it and she got really emotional. She started tearing up and then he looked at her and he says, Anjil, why are you upset? You know, that all this hair is numbered by God. Bussi. And then he told her, you know, like some random number, like what I'm saying. And this other here, this is probably here. 
None of these hairs have come down except by God's permission. I am precious in his eyes. He loves me and he cares about me. So the first friend that you need to have during your time of depression or downtime, that you need to have the mindset that God loves me and you need to believe in that. The next thing, you need to believe in God's might and God's strength. Yani might and strength. Because oftentimes we run into situations that the devil makes us believe that this problem is too big for anyone to fix, even God. Yani even for God. Even that, how? Tell me, Abuna, yani sometimes I see when people, they, they lay their problems in front of me. And although believe in God, God can fix everything, God can intervene. And then he says, Abuna, come on, let's get realistic with one another here. What do you mean God can intervene? What do you mean God can fix this? How is he possibly going to fix this? And I told them, I don't know how he can possibly fix this. Because if I know how he can fix this, then I can apply for being God too. But, but I can't. I can't because I'm a limited human being. This is way beyond my comprehension. So believe in God's strength and God's might that he can fix whatever problem. The Israelites were in oppression. Okay? Now, some of you can say, this problem has lasted with us for a very long time. It's been 40 years in this problem. Well, the Israelites had been for 400 years in a problem. Not 40. 400, I think any 400, yeah, and a few generations, like, like, come on, if, if, this, if this was fixable, why didn't he fix it during the time of our fathers or grandfathers? But, but this is like a generation, another generation, and the problem remains, don't come and tell me God's might and God's strength until finally they started seeing some hope. Il hope that girl whom came to them an old man came to them an old man, 80 years old. 80 years old, that one is so high. He's not even walking يعني, normal. That one, he's walking with asaya, walking eh, with a stick. So God sent me with the stick. This stick is, eh, is God's strength. The magic, eh, magic stick. They got strength. God will work miracles. Okay, fine. We'll believe. So sometimes I try to believe in God's strength, but it didn't last too much. Then Moses, he went in front of Pharaoh. The stick that I have in my hand, this is God's strength. Huh? You're going to let my people go. And then he threw his stick. It became a, became a snake. فقوم ال 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 الوزارز بقى والماجيشنز بتوع فيرو ها بيجدي كل واحد فيهم يثرو هستيك بكم سنيك أوكي طيب next one تبص الستيك دي عطاه في الوارر بكمز بلاد قوم الماجيشنز قالوا بيجدي سوت إحنا كمان إيه وهاف الستيك حطوها في الوارر بكم برضو إيه بلاد then فيرو even increased his oppression يعني his persecution of the Israelites. Then they turned to Moses, the Israelites turned to Moses, and you came to fix the problem, you made it even worse, you made us 
يعني اور سمال ستينك ان فرونت اوف ان فرونت اوف فيرو قال له كده لموزس اند ايرن قال له انت انتما رائحتنا امام فرعون يعني يو ميد اور سمال ستينك كويس فموزس يعني at that time he started doubting so he turned to God قال له يا رب انت يور سندنج مي تو ذيس بيبل علشان فور ذا بروبلم تو بيكم ايفن وورس ده انا اي ام كم ويز ذا ستيك وانا ام ثينكينج ذات ذيس از يور سترينث يعني ده شكلها طلعت مش سترينث ولا حاجه ات لوكس لايك ات لوكس لايك ذا ماجيشنز بتوع فيرو ذي كان دو ذا سيم ثينج ربنا قال له بس استنى ويت شويه نو بقى جو تو هيم ويز ذا ستيك اند ليتس دو ذا نيكست فيز of plagues next phase of plagues بقى then ابتدي you give flies which still until today remain in Egypt they don't want to go away بقالهم thousands of years okay فراح جاب flies وبعد كده جاب locusts صح وبعد كده جاب frogs until بقى الماجيشنز they saw this فراحوا they turned to to Pharaoh وقالوا له ايه قالوا له this is The what of God, the finger of God. عارفين الفينجر اللي هو إيه؟ يعني حاجة ويك يعني كويس ويك. مش قالوا له this is the fist of God or this is the leg of God. God is kicking us in the. يعني حاجة strong. يعني مش strong muscle كده ولا يعني لا قالوا له this is the إيه? The finger of God. That this is probably the pinky of God. كمان كل اللي بيحصل في إيجيبت دوان is just very very tiny thing of what god can do right and yet we face problems some small problems and we stand in front of them as if they are unsolvable they cannot be they cannot be fixed where has our faith gone in god's strength so our friend that you need to have you need to have a friend that's called I believe that you a that you love me that God loves me the second friend that you need to have you need to have a friend that's called I believe that God can right that he's a strength the next friend that you need to have is a friend that's called I believe in God's plan I believe I will have and God can is a number three is God in God's plan meaning what That God has stored for me or is keeping for me in place something good. And that whatever it is that I am going through right now, even this hardship, even this really downtime that I'm going through, that this is part of his plan that is going to render to good to those who love his name. So whatever it is, so Joseph goes to Egypt. He is sold as a slave by his brothers, right? And he works as a slave in, in Potiphar's house. And then he's persecuted after this and he's thrown in jail. And he spends 13 years in jail. And all of this time, Joseph, he had a friend that was called, God, I believe that you have a plan for me. And I believe that you can take this and you can turn it into something good. And oftentimes, 
you had applied for certain jobs and you didn't get into it, right? And you got so upset and frustrated over this, but God had a plan for you because he was keeping for you an even better opportunity that came down the line. Right? Sometimes we had applied to a certain school and we didn't get into that school and then we were upset for a time, but then later on God revealed to us that he had kept for us something better at another school. And and these scenarios that I'm just telling you, I'm sure that each and every one of you has at least one or two stories that you can relate to, that you can see how there is something that you really wanted that didn't happen. And it's because God had planned something even better for you. And I thought, well, I'm going to wrap it up. So believe in God's plan. Okay. So believe in God's love, our friend. Tell your friend, believe, believe that in God's strength, that God can. Tell your friend, believe that in God's plan, that he has a plan. And the last thing is believe in God's justice. Believe in God's justice. Yani, yani other terms, believe in God's fairness. I think what happens is what bothers us a lot is somebody comes and tells me, Abuna, I, all that you're saying, okay, fine, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. But why me? Why has God chosen me? Why has God kept all the problems, right? And there's 1,500 families that come to St. Athanasius, right? And then 1,499 of them, life is going cool for them. وَأَنَا that one family problems my head on top of my head. Why is this? Okay, I turn to you and I tell you that this is only your perception of it. This is your perception of it because God is fair. Abu Antonius Yunan, one time he had told us a really nice story that I can never forget it. A story of a man that had a, a shop, carpenter that had a shop, and on his way to his shop every day, he would pass by a palace. And inside that palace, he would see cars going in and coming out. And he would see from the windows of that palace, different rooms. One of the rooms, all the walls of it was padded, was padded with like leather. And he says, oh, this looks like a really fancy room. This might be the office room. And this is probably the room that has the safe, that has all the treasures of that palace. And many times he would pass by this and he says, God, why do I have to live such a harsh life, you know, with my wife and taking care of all of my kids? And I have to do this physical work that requires a lot of strength. And oftentimes my hand gets, you know, hurt or, or gets cut or whatever. I, I wish I can have that life of that rich man that owns that palace. Until one day they called him from the palace and they said, come fix, there's a window broken in that palace and they want you to come and fix it. So he goes, takes his tools, and he's really excited because finally he's gonna get to enter that palace, right? And get to see what's in it. So he goes and he does his job, he fixes the window, lunchtime comes, and they say, well, the owner of this place is asking you to please come sit down and have lunch with him. So he goes and he sits down to have lunch with this really rich man, and then, very nice meal is being prepared, but that man is sitting at the table all alone and he's eating and he's eating as if he right? He has no appetite, he's lost his appetite. 
and the carpenter is sitting and looking at all these goodies and then he's eating and then and then he says do you mind if i ask you a question he says yeah he says why aren't you, why are you eating alone he says well because there's nobody to eat with me that's why i called for you to come he says what do you mean nobody to eat with you where is your family don't you have a wife don't you have kids he says yeah i had a wife and i had a kid but i got into a car accident my wife died and then he said well how about your kid he said no he's still alive and then so why 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 isn't he eating with you and then he said well after the accident he has he gets uh, episodes of seizures where he goes you know really uh, you know uh, he loses it and then he starts bangs banging his heads against the wall and then he said well, where is he? he said come i'll show you and then he takes him and he opens a room and it turns out that it's that room that was padded all with leather all around and it had no furniture and his son is sitting there on a mattress on the floor and he tells him this is my son i took out all the furniture and i padded the walls so that whenever he would bang his head against the wall he doesn't get hurt or bleed so the carpenter leaves the palace and he says i thank you lord for the physical work that you have given me. I thank you, Lord, that I have to work hard and labor and get hurt sometimes in order for me to sit and eat that very simple meal with my wife and my children, but with a great appetite. Oftentimes, we're sad and depressed or we're feeling low because we aren't able to see the positive in our life. We're only so focused on what we are missing and we're not seeing all the blessings that God has given to us in our life. Remember that God is fair and he's given everyone his share of trials that he has to go through through his life that he, so in order for him to be able to inherit the kingdom of heaven, just like you. He's given you the proper dose that fits you, okay? So he's given you the proper dose of trials or the proper dose of hardships in your life that fits you in order to be able to get you to go to heaven. Those are the four friends that you need to have whenever you feel paralyzed and unable to move. Remember that God loves you. Remember that God can. Remember God's plan. And remember God's fairness. Glory be to God forever. Amen.